Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. If you have a project around the house, big or small, don't use ordinary household glue. It's got the word ordinary in it. You need J.B. Weld. J.B. Weld epoxy adhesive. Made in the U.S. for more than 50 years. It's the world's strongest bond. Pros use JB Weld because uh, it fixes metal, wood, plastic, and more. They have products for just about any surface. I've always used this stuff, and now they're branching out. They're making everything. They're making the crazy glue and the epoxies and all the other stuff they didn't make way back in the day. So if you uh, need to do a little repair around the house, it's JB Weld when strength matters. Don't glue it. JB Weld it. JB Weld. It's the world's strongest bond. It's available at Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, True Value, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, Amazon, wherever and whatever. It's the best. It is J.P. Weld. Hey, everyone. It's Adam Carolla, and welcome to another episode of Going Racing. The show that highlights the fastest cars, best races, and biggest celebrities in the automotive world. And now here's a conversation Matt DeAndre and I had with Gray Galding about his favorite tracks and his upcoming race. Gray Galding is on uh, oh, yeah. Professional Drivers Online 5. Gray, are you there? Hey, guys, I'm on here. Oh, can you All hear right. us okay? Yes, sir, I can hear you fine. Uh, thanks for joining us, Gray. We appreciate it. Oh, no problem, man. Thank you all for, uh, for having me, taking time out today. Uh, as you listen to this, uh, tomorrow at the Dover International Speedway, Gray's going to be racing in the uh, Dash for Cash, and uh, you can tune in on uh, Sirius XM NASCAR Radio and uh, many other outlets as well. The winner gets $100,000 in cash. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Uh so great. How is how is Dover? I've never I've never been there. I've never driven there. Oh man, it's uh Dover is a it's a wild it's a wild track, put it that way. It's it's a mile racetrack, very high bank, and we'll run about 185 miles an hour around a 1-mile racetrack, which that's some pretty fast speed. So, uh things can definitely happen in a hurry. <laughs> You know, it, the the straightaways are not very wide, so if there's crashes uh, that you can't avoid, you're probably going to be in it. So uh, I'm excited. Race for a hundred thousand dollars, coming off a second place finish. I'm uh, I'm pretty pumped up about it. Um, the uh, it seems like at a mile and 185 miles an hour, you'd almost constantly just be turning. Is it pretty? Almost just like. Like when they set those speed records, those endurance speed records out at the Salt Flats, and it's yeah. going one big circle for like a yeah, mile. Yeah, like a really high they, banked kind of ovalish kind of circle. It, how does, much of it a straight is? Yeah, there? does it flatten out completely in between? Oh uh, no, definitely not. The uh, the straightaways are still banked. The entire track is. I think it's got about twenty seven degrees of banking in each corner, uh, which is. Uh, you know, a pretty big amount of banking. Um, I think, you know, I, I don't know. It's just Dover. It, it, it's been a, a fun track for me in the past. It's not one of my favorites, uh, but I, I feel like what we have going into this, this weekend, what we have on the line, I think we're going to have a great run. And um, it's just, it's just a really cool. Tr- Love it because it's so entertaining. The speed, 
the banking, and, and a lot of different pitch strategy goes on. So uh, we got three other guys to beat for that $100,000. We're going to do the best we can. Uh, I Honestly, if it could go to any, any track, I'm okay with, with the dash for cash going to Dover because I love the short tracks. Um, and, yes, you really don't have much time to, to breathe on the straightaways because you're running so fast. Uh, so it's definitely a grueling track, not only on your mind, but, but physically you, you got to be hydrated and, and make sure you eat well before, because, uh, your body's going to need all those extra calories, uh, to get through 200 miles at Dover. Well, what is the prep physically? I mean, you're 21, so you're pretty, pretty indestructible, (laughs) but, but everyone is looking for an edge now and nutrition, you know, guys used to just go out drinking and whoring all night. I was going to say, you're 21, so the prep is like a really hard Friday night and, uh, and, and and a pretty decent Saturday. But I, I I bet young Gray is, is, (laughs) has a nutritionist and probably knows something. He's looking for that edge, like. Back in the day, the prep was, well, I don't smoke in the car. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. But what, what? I mean, dude, honestly, I'm not, I mean, I'm definitely a health nut. You know, I, I make sure, you know, I stay in shape. I got a nice workout regimen, you know, during the week. But, yeah, now that I'm 21, it is nice to go have a couple beers and chill with the boys before, <laughs> you know, before we get down to business. But, um, you know, obviously not before, not the night before the race. Uh, obviously I, I make sure, you know, I try to make sure I get a good night's rest. Uh, I always, it's like my thing. I always watched last year's race laying in bed the night before so I can refresh my mind on different pit strategies. Um, what different drivers are saying about the racetrack and, and just really trying to watch as much film as possible. So to, to make sure that when I show up to race, I'm on my A game. So, uh, nutrition wise, you know, I make sure I'm hydrated. I uh, got a you know certain couple of supplements that I take uh, to make sure you know my body fights off being fatigued uh, because the races are just so long. You're in the car for three hours at a time. You know you're you're physically and mentally exhausted. You just got to try to find that edge to keep going. So um, I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm pretty easy going when it comes to when it comes to that. I just I feel like I have a little bit of of the, of the new kind of era driver in me but also a lot of the old like i'm the guy that says all right let's strap in let's go get the job done and whatever happens happens but another part of me is like man you know i want to make sure i do all the right things so i can get the you know the best result yeah i gotta say from uh, my limited experience driving race cars you're you're not physically moving your parts that much, but I sweat right on through my fire suit. Like yeah. when I get out of the car, you see a big spot on my back and my chest where I just literally went through yeah. the fire suit. So you're definitely producing <laughs> your, your mind is definitely working hard and your body is definitely pushing out the fluids, man. Yeah. You got adrenaline going the whole time. And when you ran Trans Am and you did a lot more laps than before, you're like, it starts to get physically taxing on it as well. Yeah. You know, uh, what's your favorite track? You said uh, that uh, Dover isn't at the top of your list. Do you have a favorite track? I want to modify it, a favorite road course. Yeah. Okay. Road course. Yeah. I um, I, I would definitely say I, I, I grew up racing short tracks. So short tracks has always been basically my go-to. Like I love the Richmond, the Richmond Raceway, Martinsville, um, and even the road courses, like I can't wait to get to the road courses. Road racing is by far the most fun I have all year, along with, you know, Talladega and Daytona 
because it's you know it's it's a, it's a crapshoot race where anything can happen at any given second. So, um, you know, I, I definitely love the the I love the short tracks, but also I've I've really over the years I've really gotten to like like I love going to um, like Charlotte, Vegas, like those are cool tracks. But if I could pick one track to go to, you know, every week, I would definitely say a, a, either a short track like Richmond or Martinsville or a road course like Watkins Glen or even the, the new Charlotte Roval they just came out with. I haven't ran that yet, but I know I'm going to love it just because how, how the track is built and, and everything they did to it. I love watching the NASCAR guys at Watkins Glen because you just see them turn left, turn right, and and I feel like, and you, you can tell me, Gray, last question for you. Um NASCAR guys are used to rubbing and running in a pack and really getting into each other. Mm -hmm. The sports car guys do get into each other, but they're not used to a constant getting into each other. It's not a constant strategy right. of, of drafting and arrow and Yeah, you know. they they try to not get into each other. They end up getting into each other, but the NASCAR yeah. guys are used to it. So when you take it out to the road course like Watkins Glen, they're still doing the same thing. <laughs> but now they're on a road course and it just makes it super exciting. Would you agree with that, Gray? Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I mean that's like I said you know the, the road courses it's it's always it's a wild card you know what i mean cuz you have certain guys that run really well on the ovals and are competing for wins and then you got another group of guys that run you know decent on the ovals but when they go to the road courses they're up front fighting for the win and and i i feel like for me it's a great equalizer to go to the road courses you know because one i feel like i'm a great road racer i love when the car is on the ragged edge left, right, sideways, in the grass, I mean, beating and banging, like, like to me, I could do that every weekend, like, that's right up my alley, so, uh, I feel like it's another great chance for us to go to Victory Lane, and, and be a threat, you know, to win the race, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's different for, for each and every driver, I, I know some drivers that love going to the road courses, and I know some that absolutely hate every single second of being there, you know, but, Luckily, I'm. I feel like I'm one of the drivers that I don't care what track I go to. I feel like I can always be a threat to win, and it really doesn't take me that long to get used to running. You know, with the with the best guys out there. So um, I'm excited. You know, I can't thank Panini and all of our partners enough. We got a great rest of the schedule coming in for us. You know, with the road courses, the speedways, and we. You know, we just got a lot of cool tracks coming up, and, and definitely the road courses on my list i should tell people to uh check out uh gray's uh, trading cards Benini nascar trading cards available at uh, target walmart and uh you can also get it at uh, i collect panini.com and the website graygolding.com as well good luck in the uh, dash for cash over at uh, dover we'll be uh we'll be watching that's uh, tomorrow, and uh, hope you come home with that uh, hundred thousand bucks stuffed into your fire suit. Yes, sir. Hey, thank you guys for your time, man. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I, I hope I can stick all that cash in my fire suit, but we're we're gonna do the best we can, and uh, hopefully, we come out on top. Thanks, Gray. We'll be uh, we'll be watching. Thanks for listening to another episode of Going Racing. Tune in next episode with Burton's Racing, Claudio Burton and Trans Am champion driver Simon Gray.
New episodes available on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. 